her six quavers, then pause. She sent us four quavers, a group of five quavers, a group of four semi-quavers. Yes, and that is the music and the magic. The magical music of Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Uh, that is music, and that is magic, and this is Will, this is Sci-Fi Guy. Uh, a step down from the magic and the music, but I'll try my best. And we're talking um, magical movies and magical moments, and we're talking Close Encounters of the Third Kind with Richard Dreyfus. The reason I feel that the movie is magical. The music, the special effects, the story, everything. And then Mr. Richard Dreyfus is one of the most important magical elements. Now you can say, or you can think, or you can do both. You can think and say, but Will, but Will, Richard Dreyfus, he's the, he's just the actor. He's, he's good and all, but he's the best. He's much, yes. Well, for me anyway, I mean, I think it goes without saying that there's certain movies Many movies, which, if they had not cast that actor or actress, if they had not cast those people, you know, those performers in those roles, we wouldn't like it as much. Case in point. Ready? Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Now, a lot of people could have taken that role, we know. Um, obviously, that we're going to see a new Iron Man eventually. Robert Downey Jr. is pretty much over that role, right? Um, he could come back. It's possible. I know he was on Joe Rogan uh, a couple months back, and uh, Joe asked him, and he kind of laughed. He said maybe, or you know, he was kind of coy. Who knows? But we we hope the next performer, the next actor, is as good. But it's probably not going to be. We'll see. I mean, Harrison Ford as as Indy as Indiana Jones. Could there be a better? Maybe. Probably not, you know. So you say, well, wow, Will Richard Dreyfus in that, in that uh, echelon, in that anointed category? Well, yeah. I mean, for Close Encounters, for Close Encounters of the Third Kind, most definitely. So for those, even our, us fans, even fans of Close Encounters of the Third Kind, they, we might not remember how successful it was. Looking at some official numbers here, the budget was $19.4 million and it made $306 million. That was back in 77. Uh, so you're talking some major do-re-mi, some major, some major box office do. And what's interesting to note is 1977 is the same year as Star Wars. So now Star Wars came out in the summer, I believe, Okay, it's early, like May or so. Uh, Close Encounters came out in November, so towards the end. And but still, pretty, pretty amazing for a movie to do that well with uh, the big juggernaut of Star Wars. And both, of course, science fiction. Both uh, great science fiction uh, 
tales, one from George Lucas and one from Steven Spielberg. And from the official wiki, uh, American sci-fi film from 1977, Close Encounters, was directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Richard Dreyfuss, Melinda Dillon, Terry Garr, Bob Balaban, Carrie Guffey, and Francois Truffaut. It tells the story of Roy Neary, an everyday blue-collar worker in Indiana whose life changes after his encounter with a UFO. And I think, you know, right off the bat, you look at that, and if you guys know anything about, you know, UFO abductions, the UFO experience, even uh, Betty and Barney Hill, one of the most classic encounters, or Travis Walton, usually the encounters are not not great, or I should say very emotional, maybe negatively so, you know. Um, though the Betty and Barney Hill was sort of a mixed bag, because we're, while Barney, it seemed to have more trouble and struggle, Betty seemed to to take to it more or was not as, you know, put upon, was not as stressed out. But what I think is refreshing or, you know, to to be no, of note with Close Encounters, these, these encounters, these UFO alien experiences are, are much more positive. Though with Roy Neary, with the um, Richard Dreyfuss character, his, his life and everything about... Um, his, his life at that time is sort of overturned and changed. And some more official uh, facts here. Close Encounters was a long-cherished project for Spielberg. In late 73, he developed a deal with Columbia Pictures for a science fiction film. Spielberg received sole credit for the script, but he was assisted by Paul Schrader, John Hill, David Geiler, Hal Barwood, and Matthew Robbins, and Jerry Belson, all of whom contributed to the screenplay in varying degrees. The title is derived from ufologist J. Allen Hynek's classification of close encounters with extraterrestrials, in which the third kind denotes human observations of extraterrestrials, or animate beings. So this is, the third kind is actually meeting them in, in person in the flesh. Douglas Trumbull served as the visual effects supervisor while Carlo Rambaldi designed the extraterrestrials. And Carlo Rambaldi would go on to design uh, E.T. in uh, Spielberg's E.T., the extraterrestrial. And in December of 2007, uh, the film was deemed culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant by the U.S. Library of Congress and selected for the United States National Film Registry. So that's how important and successful and impactful Close Encounters of the Third Kind has become. So, of course, the topic and the focus is Richard Dreyfuss, meaning that actor, that actor, that actress, those performers that can sell, that can sort of um, make a movie more than just the sum of its parts, right? So, Dreyfus, great actor, has done so much. He won the Academy Award for Best Actor in 1978 for The Goodbye Girl, one of my fav favorite movies of all time. I just rewatched it the other day. Uh, and at the time, he was the youngest ever actor at age 30 to win for Goodbye Girl. He was also nominated in 1995 for Mr. Holland's Opus, another great film. Really a great recommendation for anyone who loves music, great drama, just great stories. So again, why Richard Dreyfuss or what? Well, because he, to me, as Roy Neary, sells that movie. There's so many times in the film, as good as it is, where you're sort of asked to be this believer, you know, over and above just 
watching these great, you know, optical and model special effects. I mean, back then, of course, they didn't have digital. There was no computer trickery. There was no computer animation. So everything was models and they call them practicals or opticals. So there's a, there was a thing, I think they still use it maybe, um, it, an optical printer where you would print and take other elements of film and print it on another element. So essentially you'd, you'd shoot, you know, Star Wars, Star Trek uh, and Close Encounters, they'll, they'll film a model of a spaceship, a starship, what have you. And then they take that element from that studio, from that shot, and they put it in the new or the master shot where, say, Richard Dreyfus is looking up and it's, you know, it's, it's zooming overhead. And I think another, of course, sailing point of Close Encounters is the beauty of the craft. Some people say, well, they look like Christmas tree ornaments. And I, I'm pretty sure that was the focus or to make them as beautiful, you know, not just sort of looking at them as being functional, not functional in, in a sci-fi way, because we know these things are not real for the movie. Are they real in real life? More and more, it seems that they could be, but that's another podcast. But the bottom line is with, with Close Encounters, the, the craft, you just want to keep watching them because of the light show, because of the animation. And Richard Dreyfuss, for, for me, you know, as his character develops, we see him as a, you know, as a man, everyday job, sort of, you know, um, a, a normal, uh, common existence. And then more and more, he has these visions and this compulsion to make the, uh, the, the mountain, was it de the devil's peak, the devil's mountain, in, in sort of clay and dirt and mashed potatoes and what have you. And it's just, you know, again, an actor who was not maybe as as uh, talented, as, as sort of engaging, might not have given us that, you know, that connection. And for me, Mr. Dreyfus, you're half the film or, you know, close to, to being the reason, one of the reasons I love to watch it. Melinda Dillon is great too. Her next most famous role, um, of course, is A Christmas Story, The Mom, opposite Darren McGavin, which is a, a, a classic and a favorite. She's lucky enough to be, be in two of the most beloved classic films of all time. And I heard recently that they might not remake A Christmas Story, but have a sequel. So that would be really interesting to see. Uh, Mr. McGavin, Darren McGavin has passed. I don't know about Melinda Dillon. I don't know if she's still living. I would hope so. We'll see, but they said they're going to try to get it back a lot of people. So I guess their 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 kids will be doing the uh, the new Christmas story. So there you have it. So go watch Close Encounters. If you haven't in a while, I'm going to rewatch it soon myself. Uh, Richard Dreyfus is a an important element, maybe not as important to to you uh, you know as he is to me for the film, but I think you'll enjoy. Again. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to Sci-Fi Guy if you have not, the free, or the paid people for $4.99, either or. We love having you. We love your feedback. And go watch Closing Encounters and enjoy. We'll see you soon.